0: The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
1: Good evening. Thanks for joining us on the East West Sports Podcast. I am your host, Fidel. Here are my co-hosts, Jerry and Kendall. How are you guys doing out there?
0: Appreciate it, guys. Doing pretty good.
2: Doing very, doing very good. Thank
1: you. All right, guys. Busy show today. Uh, a lot of free agent signings and trades from yesterday and today to cover. Well, obviously, the biggest signing uh, was Tom Brady actually signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday. Or I should say this, it's not official yet, but it, it was leaked that he was going to be joining the, the Bucks. What are you guys' thoughts on that?
0: Well, you know, initially my thoughts is um, I think it's going to be a great signing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, not a great signing, but a tremendous signing. You're talking about a six-time Super Bowl champion for the New England Patriots, and he's going to bring all that experience and that championship love there to um, Tampa Bay. I think it's going to be something nice for the Buccaneers. They haven't really witnessed anything like that, anything close to that in a long time. So anything that Tom Brady can bring there, it's gonna it's going to be great for them.
2: Yeah, just to add on to that, I mean, we're talking about the greatest quarterback of all time, you know, six Super Bowl rings, nine Super Bowl appearances. Um, I just think that, you know, the Patriots do not have the weapons that the Buccaneers have. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see now that he has, you know, all these weapons. Let's see what he can do. And and a, and a different mindset coach, so kind of excited to see what he does, and uh, it's gonna be that that division is gonna be interesting to see. I mean, you got another Hall of Famer in that division with Drew Brees, who who also re-signed his his deal back with the Saints, um, and I believe I believe they sh- they're scheduling um, the Chiefs to to uh, also be a part of that of the schedule for the Buccaneers. So it's going to be an interesting uh, interesting schedule for for that division, to say the least.
1: Yeah, that offense is going to be really explosive. I mean, when you think about it, last year with the Patriots, Tom Brady didn't have many <clears throat> weapons, I Antonio Brown for a game. And uh, everybody else was kind of, you know, uh, Nikhil Harry, he was hurt. Uh, Julian Edelman, I believe he was uh, hurt also. And just the tight end position, uh, they had Ben Watson, but he only – or, I'm sorry, um, Kendall, who was the tight end last year?
0: They had Ben Watson for the Patriots, and they had Matt LaCoste.
1: Okay, so those those two names, I know Ben Watson, obviously he was older, and I believe he didn't play uh, some of the games because he was suspended.
0: Yes, 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 very true. He was old. He, him. he turned 38, 39 this year, and they had Matt LaCoste. He was a free agent signing up for the um, Denver Broncos.
1: Yeah, so, and then also, too, I mean, if you think about the playoff loss against the Titans, they couldn't score points. And, you know, I don't think Tom Brady is going to have that issue anymore with the Bucks. You got Mike you Evans. Go. You got Chris Godwin. You got O.J. You got Cameron Brady. A lot of weapons, and, and I still feel like they're going to add another piece, uh, either if it's, you know, with Todd Gurley via trade or maybe a, a different signing also with uh, Melvin Gordon.
0: Yeah, you know, um, a lot of people think, you know, I I read some reports today and from the media and from, from some fans from reading things, um, that, that a lot of people think there's a lot of pressure on Bill Belichick because Tom Brady's not there. But I don't, I think it's the other way around. I mean, Tom Brady, he wanted this, so, he, um, he didn't have the he didn't have the weapons there in New England, so he got he he has no shorter weapons in Tampa Bay. He he has plenty of weapons there in Tampa Bay. So you know, if 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 Brady's numbers still regress this year, I mean, who do we look at? Do we look at Belichick in the system in New England? Or do we look at just Tom Brady? Just not the same no more. So th- there won't be no excuses this year for Tom Brady.
1: Yeah, no, we're gonna find out very soon, you know, if you know, who was the one that was actually doing the most for the Patriots. Was it coaching or was it Tom Brady? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna see how, you know, the how the Patriots uh end up playing out the season and who the quarterback's gonna be. Uh, Kendall, who who do you think uh, is going to be quarterback for the Patriots? Well,
0: thank you. For that. Rumors out of there is that they're um they're in love with this guy, Jared Stidham. Those those are the rumors that are coming out of Foxborough, out of New England. That um they they said he was lighting it up in practice during the um during the year because there was some weeks that Tom Brady had a sat he had to sit out of practice for a couple of days, and they said um some of the starting defensive players um I know Devin McCourty and Stephon Gilmore. They said that man. They said this guy. Jared Stidham, he has it, man. They were like, I don't know if it's just because he's sit behind Brady, but they said, like, he, he was lighting up the defense sometimes in practice. So, I mean, the word coming out of New England, listen to the media and some of the scouts for the Patriots, that they really love Stidham.
1: Yeah, and then another thing, too, if you think about it, why, you know, a lot of free agents were attracted to New England. Why? Because of the winning culture. I mean, is that going to continue still without Brady?
0: Um, well, I think with Belichick being there and, you know, Robert Kraft, Josh McDaniel, just the culture alone, I think the Patriots, I think they're going to be fine. I think, um, you know, when they lost Brady a few years back, well, I'm not going to say a few years back, but it it was back early in the dynasty when he got hurt and he tore his ACL. Matt Cousley came in and they went 11-5. to five. They were just short from the playoffs. Um, Then when, when Brady was suspended like four or five years back, they had Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo from the 49ers and they had Jacoby Brissett. They they went undefeated and they played well not undefeated but they went with 3 and 1. They played real well without Brady. So, I mean, when Brady hasn't been there, the Patriots have they haven't lost they haven't lost a beat, but we're going to get a a big sample size this year this coming season though. And just, let's see who's responsible for the dynasty. Is it Belichick or is it Tom Brady?
1: Jerry, what are your thoughts on the Brady to the Bucks starting?
2: No, well, I mean, like just to just to kind of go back to what you said, right? Is it a scheme fit, or was it that you know he's a true quarterback, you know, a great quarterback? I do want to say that with Tom Brady, you could see that he has that winner mentality, um, even even when they were down in that infamous Super Bowl against the Falcons. You know, uh, he he was there coaching up the team you know, firing them up. And, and with him, he just has that attitude that, you know, we're not going to lose this. We're going to win this. And I think that all that, that he's learned these last 20 years being with, with the Patriots, I think he's going to, you know, bring that, that that same kind of bravado to the Buccaneers. Um, as far as the Patriots go, I think, you know, um, Jared Stidham, just, just a little uh, feedback on him. He's uh, uh, this is going to be his second year. He he was a rookie. They drafted in the fourth round, right, Kendall.
0: Yes, fourth round.
2: Uh, so he played for Auburn. Um, he's uh. So many people might not be too familiar with him. He does kind of, if anything, if I can give you a player comp, he kind of reminded me when I would see him playing in Auburn. He kind of reminded me of a, like a poor man's Marcus Mariota, Um, but he just had like a a very unique playmaking ability. Um, So I do think that, you know, I don't know if they're ready to give the keys over just yet. I know that there's been some, you know, rumors circulating that, you know, Andy Dalton would probably be uh, a a quarterback that they have in mind. and, And there's still some uncertainty out there with some big name quarterbacks. You know, you got Cam Newton. Um, I don't know. I don't see it happening, but I know that he should be available soon. Um, and then you also have James Winston, right? Who Tom Brady replaced. Yep. You know, where is he going to go? So definitely there's still there. I mean, it's crazy. These last couple of days, it's just been insane with, with the players that have been moving. Um, and, and we're still, I, I, I believe we're just halfway into it. And, um, We'll see. We'll see how the how they attack it. But from what I've been hearing, and the reports, and the sources uh, that we use, um, they're going to take their time, and they're going to take their time. So we're not going to. We may not f- figure out who the Patriots going to have as their starting quarterback for the season. So interesting. That's going to be an interesting to see and keep an eye out for.
1: Yeah, no, most definitely. I mean, if you think thinking about, it, they really they've never they haven't had this problem in a long time. So just to kind of like analyze if they're going to be either you know, drafting a quarterback high with a pick um, or actually, you know, signing one of these free agent quarterbacks or even possibly trading for somebody. Um, it's, it's yet to be seen, but yeah, it's going to be one of the most uh, the Patriots are going to be one of the most interesting teams to see now um, since the new, the new uh, league year started to see what they do as far as the quarterback. Hey, situation
0: real- Real quick, there, Fidel. One thing about the Patriots, this is one thing they love that they they love to keep all their all their things close to them, so that they don't expose nothing, don't let don't don't let nobody know anything. So th- th- we're not surprised yet. The Patriots they haven't moved quickly on a backup quarterback or a quarterback answer of, of yet. So they love they love to keep everything close to the team. So we might want we might not find out. It might only be in the draft. play. it might be something that goes down to training camp or in the preseason. We we just want to know, and Belichick he loves to keep it like that. Yeah,
1: and then I know I know this is probably not going to happen, but it would be interesting, you know, if Andrew Luck came out of retirement and you know joined the Patriots. I know the Colts still would own his rights, but that would just be uh, very uh, very cool if he came, just came out and you know played for Belichick.
0: It'd be interesting for sure. Oh yeah, that would
2: really really. Turn some eyes. All right, guys. Turn some heads.
1: Yeah. And um, just, uh, you know, other signings and trades that happened, you know, know, yesterday and today. Malcolm Jenkins went back to the Saints. Uh, Nick Foles was actually traded to the Bears. And uh, Bridgewater was uh, signed by the Panthers, so now Cam's on the trading block, or he might get released. Mm. Uh, Phillip Rivers to the Colts. Eli Apple to the Raiders. Marcus Trufant to the Lions. Vic Be- uh, Vic Beasley to the Titans, Terrell Casey got traded to the uh, to the Broncos, and Leonard Floyd to the Rams. Who who do you guys see as the most like interesting sign or trade that a team has made these last couple of days?
2: I'll go first. Okay. Um, I I the the one that caught my eye was the the Colts, the uh, Indianapolis Colts. You know, they they um they had a, a very high draft uh well we, well we consider it a high draft pick. It's uh number thirteenth uh in the draft and you know from everything that you were seeing, you know, and, and that general manager Chris Ballard, you know, he's a very very, very smart man. He's built that he's built that draft the right way, but then for them to go off and trade that pick away, knowing that your biggest need was a quarterback, um and you go and you get, you know, they did get one of the best defensive tackles from the 49ers to Forrest Buckner, you know, and then they turn around and give a one-year deal to Phillip Rivers. So seeing that, how that goes, you know, um, it just kind of like, it was a shocker to me. Um, not, I'm not saying there's nothing bad about Phillip Rivers, but just the assets that they gave up to solidify that defense, it looks like they are not in looking to – draft a quarterback early and groom them. It looks like they're, they're in it to win a championship. They're in it to, you know, get there, win a championship. I do think that they have put together a great team. Their offensive line is, you know, by far one of the top offensive lines in the whole entire NFL. Yep. Um, so, and then I think they, they would need to help out Philip Rivers just a tad bit. I know they do have T Y Hilton and I know they invested, uh, Uh, second-round pick on Paris Campbell out of Ohio State. Uh, That's the other wide receiver. Uh, But, you know, that running back has been doing pretty good, Marlon Mack. um, They did not bring back tight end Eric Ebron, so definitely Phillip Rivers is not going to have, you know, the weapons he had there with the Chargers. But I do think that Phillip Rivers playing with the Colts, you know, they have a dome. So I think that would help him out you know, with accuracy and maybe even able to push the ball a little bit further down the field. So that's a team that definitely, it just, wow. Uh, you know, I, I just I just thought that, you know, maybe getting a quarterback in the draft and kind of grooming him in, you know, behind Jacoby Brissett because, you know, Jacoby Brissett's already been in the system he played last, last season. And that system, I thought that they would kind of groom in a new Quarterback, but it looks like they're they're in win mode now. Yeah, and then
1: also just to add on to that, you know, uh, Phillip Rivers didn't have a very good offensive line with the the Chargers, and that's something he does have now with the Colts. So maybe uh, you know he he'll throw less interceptions like that. He he won't have uh, the heat on him. Yes, make the right choice.
0: Um. I oh, yeah. I got two moves that I was interested in. The um the Dante Fowler to the Falcons. He got signed by the Falcons. I like that move. I think the Falcons have very quietly had a pretty good um first few days of free agency. They signed um they traded for Hayden Hurst from the Baltimore Ravens. The solid effect because they lost Austin Hooper to the Browns, so they got that tight end position field. I like, I love, I've always, I've liked um, Hayden Hurst here in South Carolina, so he's going to be, he couldn't get on the field on Baltimore because Baltimore is like four or five deep at tight end. <laughs> but, so um, I like that move for the Falcons. And um the Dante Fallon move, they I'm trying to help, they help out Tack McKinley because they're going to turn the reins over to Tack McKinley. They, Beasley's not there no more. And um, Bruce Irvin's not there, you know, he went to Carolina last year, then he's he left again and went to Seattle. So I think that, um, the take I think it's going to help Tap McKinley out a lot alongside of uh, with them having um, Dante Fowler. That's gonna be a great, I think that they got two young passers, in that so that, let's see how they can do for them. Another move that I like, I like the Nick Foles trade. To the um, Chicago Bears, Mitch Trubisky—he's officially on life support. He is—is is this this year right here? Th- it, this is it for him because they got Nick Foles. Nick Foe, hes not gonna be your long-term answer, but he's gonna be a very good bridge answer. He's not—he's go- not gonna turn the ball over a lot. But the one thing I hate about um, Nick Foe, the one thing about him, is that he—he's kind of injury-prone. He's—he's uh, he's only really been good in the Eagles' system, the fit of the Eagles' system. Even when he was there the first time, he was good. He left and came back and he he was still good in that system. So that's the only knock on on um, on Nick Foles. That's when he's went anywhere else, he either got hurt or has been good. But I think the um the, the the Chicago Bears GM and the head coach they're putting um Trubisky on notice, like we're not gonna be doing this with you from from here on out. Like this 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 might be it for him right here. Because I think if Nick Foles gets that job, Trubisky won't he won't get it no more unless Foles gets hurt. So I like what the Chicago Bears did getting that quarterback there get Nick Foles there to hold it it down if Trubisky can't do it.
1: Yeah, you know what? Just to add on to that, I think, you know, Trubisky already flatlined. I don't see him starting at all for the Bears. You know, I think that's going to be Nick Foles' job to lose. Of course, you know, when we think about the year he won the Super Bowl, he didn't play the whole season. Uh, You know, I I believe that uh, Carson once either got hurt week 16 or 17, but it was pretty close to the playoffs. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, he only played three to four games, if that. Yep. So, And then when he did play, he was going to play the whole season and got hurt. So uh, that's yes. something to definitely keep an eye on. You know, the original reports were that uh, Chicago had uh, trade talks with the Carolina Panthers for Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. And then they ended up trading with uh, for Nick Foles, which makes sense. Um, Nagy was in Kansas City with Andy Reid and uh, Nick. Nick Foles was actually there with them. So he knows the system.
0: Yes, yes. He does this it's gonna be a pretty good fit there with Chicago. I think the Chicago if they um I think they need to go out and maybe add I like what they did with Jimmy Graham. But you know, he's kinda up there in age. So let's go get another vertical threat. Let's go get another space though so a wide receiver to help out your quarterback. Let's not let's not try to throw it all on the quarterback. You know, the quarterback you know, the quarterback position one, the hardest position in, in the league or whatnot. So you need to build around him. Trubisky, I just don't think he's the answer there. I think that's why the Bears have they they've been in the quarterback market for just about everybody that's been out there. They had, they tried to get Andy Dalton. They try to get Cam Newton. I mean Bridgewater. I thought I thought they had to deal with Bridgewater. So I mean the Bears are like I said, they're putting um basically on notice that we're not doing this with you. We we we're gonna get our guy here. Cause we don't we don't have faith in you.
1: Yeah. And I mean to me as far as like a signing that's that stands out, it's that Tom Brady signing. I mean, if you think about it, whenever Jameis, you know, Winston was the quarterback of the Bucks, he, I mean, he, I, yeah, he threw for a lot of yards and, you know, a lot of touchdowns, but he also threw a lot of interceptions. So I felt like he was holding that team back because um, the defense, I mean, they're okay. They weren't, they weren't the worst. It was just, you know, Jameis would give, you know, the defense wouldn't have breaks. Sometimes they had to go right back out there. And yes. I just feel like, I, I feel like Tom Brady is going to utilize all the weapons he's going to have now. You know, he's not going to take it for granted. And, you know, Antonio Brown is probably going to end up being a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I wouldn't be surprised if that was one of the things that they, you know, promised Tom. was like, hey, we'll come play with us and, you know, we'll send Antonio Brown. Because, you know, various reports were coming out that Tom Brady was very intimate about wanting to play with Antonio Brown. And he was upset with the Patriots last year when Antonio Brown got cut just after playing one game with them.
0: I agree.
2: Yeah, uh, another uh, another headliner was the uh, the Andre Hopkins trade. Um, that that I mean, we're still hearing backlash right now. I, I think every Texans fan is still upset with the uh, with the trade. You know, um, you're you're you gave away pretty much your well, you gave away pretty much, if not the number one wide receiver in the game for a second round pick. And a, a running back that that has been injury prone and ha- and cannot stay healthy too, so that was another headline right there. Yeah. Um, I, they did they did try to they did try to sign some some players right to, I guess fix the ship right. The I think they signed. Uh, right yeah. I don't Cowboys. know. I don't
1: know if that's not necessarily fixing anything, but yeah, I guess you can try to say they they uh, they try to <laughs> replace them. Um. Yeah. But the other thing too that I was gonna add, you know. Michael Irvin was on the ESPN this morning and, you know, pretty much said, you know, they traded Hopkins for like a a bologna sandwich <laughs> for nothing. Yeah. yeah and I think-
2: but what I liked, what I liked a lot was DeAndre Hopkins stayed very, very classy. Um, I know that I know, I know where you're going because of the report and whatnot, uh, but he stayed classy yeah. all the way to the end and, I thought, I thought that that was very, very professional from Yeah, him to I mean, do that.
0: Yeah, well, I was very surprised that, they, you know, a lot of times these players, they try to they, – once they leave an organization, they try to, you know, try to clap back at them and just try to, just try to prove something you know, to get their side out. But I like how DeAndre Hopkins handled it, the whole situation, though.
1: Yeah, that, that Arizona offense is going to be very it, explosive, too, next year. Um, yes. But, you know, they were giving a lot of teams fits. At the second half of the season, after you know, Kyler got kind of his feet wet a little bit,
0: yes.
2: And and um, another another, I know that uh, a, a lot of Cowboy fans were relieved after, after, well, some were upset with the amount, but I know that they're relieved that they're able to retain mm-hmm. Amari Cooper. Um, and I uh, you know. I think that they have added some pieces there, um, and helped themselves out. I know there was a a former fr- former Buccaneer that was a standout a defensive tackle, Jerry McCoy. I know that they the Cowboys signed they signed him on a three year deal. Um, I know he's thirty two years old, but he he still has power. He understands the game. He knows how to get to the quarterback. So, you know, I think I think if anything. Cowboys have slowly been helping themselves out, um, and uh, one last interesting team is uh, the Panthers. Yeah. Um, I mean, just the way that that coach he has full, you know, he has full control over everything. Bringing in Teddy Bridgewater, um, you know, signing some players that had been written out by the previous re- regime, and then letting go of some players that. Many thought would be there, so that that's another team that to to stay. You know, um, you know
0: to to watch out for. Yeah, um, yeah. The Panthers too. But another thing I want to hit on real quick is um, I want to see what's going on with this with the running back market. I mean, Melvin Gordon is still out there. Devontae Freeman's out there. It's a couple other running backs that are still out there. Um, the Rams. I think they're gonna end up cutting Todd Gurley because don't nobody want to trade for that contract, and they're not able to get into the organization to get a physical to get to get that knee checked out or whatnot. So I think he's gonna end up getting cut. So I mean, it's it's three, possibly you can say at one point these three running backs: Gurley, Gordon, and um and um what's the guy from the Falcons? Uh, Freeman. The, yes, at one point they would all would be considered top five, top seven running backs, and there's a possibility they all can be free on the market. In the running back market, besides the David Johnson trade not counting that because there was a trade, the running back free market is being slow. It's been very slow, and I mean, I guess it's waiting for a domino effect. It's not. It's, that's not really normal right there. So we don't. I wonder what goes on with that running back market. What happens in that running back market to see who's who can be the first name to come off the board. Yeah,
1: yeah, and two of those running backs, Devontae Freeman and then Todd Gurley, at one point they were they were the highest paid running backs in the league, and now they're both going to be on new teams. for what it looks like, for sure, with Devontae Freeman, and more more than likely with Todd Gurley as well. Uh, well, obviously, dream scenario for the Rams would be somebody trade him, they take his contract, um, I, which I think is pretty high still, and then get some draft picks because they do not have a lot. Yeah. And they don't have a first rounder. For yeah. Another thing to years. keep an eye on, uh, Darius Slay from the Detroit Lions. He's probably going to get moved here soon. Uh, the Raiders have been linked to him um, heavily uh, over the last couple hours.
2: Um, just to add to that, um, I saw the breaking news. He's getting traded oh, he to the Eagles. Oh, wow. Yes.
0: Uh, yeah. This, came the, out.
2: this breaking news. Yeah. I've seen yeah. that now. Um. But but look at look at the trends that are going on in the NFL. Um, that, that that's why I mentioned the Panthers real quick because uh I know I mentioned in the previous show that the that that head coach Matt Rule he's a real maverick. You know he's doing things differently. Um, and and this is why I, I'm telling everybody right now, pay attention. I think that this man is going to build something that's going to be very unique. Um if you look around the league, I mean, it looks like the Raiders are trying to be like the Cowboys signing yeah. all these Cowboys. Right. I think the, I think the Raiders draft, uh, I think they signed, uh, what was it? Almost like four players from the Dallas Cowboys. Um, uh, but I understand, right. I, I think the defensive coordinator yep. from the Cowboys, Rob Marinelli is now actually, part of the, say, uh, yep. uh, the Raiders. Yeah. So yeah. that, that makes sense. Um, uh, but if you look at it, I mean it's a copycat league, right? And then look at look at for instance uh when Josh McDaniels came out what he tried doing with the Denver Broncos, he tried to implement the uh the Patriot system. But though but if you're looking at what's going on right now, look at the Detroit Lions. I mean it looks like literally uh Matt Patricia's taking on every single player that the Patriots are not signing, you know, and he's trying to replicate what the Patriots do, and you see that. I mean, you, it, you know, there has to be a point where, you know, you you find that culture mm-hmm. has to be set, and that's why I say one of the most interesting uh, teams to pay attention to is going to be Matt Rule uh, because he's not doing it like anybody else in the league, um, and he doesn't really care who's whose feathers he's ruffle, ruffling. So. It's, it's
0: just little yeah, um, so interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, another thing I'm I, I meant to hit off on this on the first at the first part of the show. Um, Jadavion Clowney he's still available and reports say he's um he's frustrated right now in the market because he's looking a twenty million dollar a year deal for some team and the Cowboys were inter interested. I heard the Giants were interested, the Jets were interested, and I heard today that the Redskins were interested. So they say he might. Back to Seattle for whatever he whatever they want to give him because he's not nobody's willing to pay him twenty million a year when he's been injury prone. He misses at least four to five games a year, and his play is inconsistent. He's not a big sack guy; he's more of a disruptive guy. So there's something to keep an eye on.
1: Yeah, and then uh, also too, the other signing that, uh, that we forgot to mention was Chris Harris. Yeah, with the yeah. Chargers. So this one's a very interesting one because he can play inside or outside too. Uh, so. Yeah, and it's in her division the
0: too. Of year,
2: definitely. Yep. From 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 everything everything that we've seen, um, let me ask you, Kendall, and then you, Fidel. Uh First, you, Kendall, who do you think is the the big winner so far my, during this free agency my big winner from
0: all the teams? Oh, as much as it hurts me to say, it, is the Buffalo Bills. I mean, they are. They are putting the AFC East and the whole league on notice. Not even with well, the whole AFC, I will say that for right now. I mean, they, they're, they're, they see Brady left the division, and they're they're reeling. They're they're going all in right now. They they're, they're letting everybody know, hey, this is going to be us our division for the next for the foreseeable future, and we we um we hit we hitting off right now. We we going all in for it now. So I, I think the Buffalo Bills are um are, are the winner so far in free. They're my winner in free I mean, as, as far as the you, Eagles, I,
1: I know it's only one signing, but the the Bucks, the Buccaneers, if, if we think about the, you know, their division, the NFC South, um, that division is always they never have a repeat, you know, division champion. So we think about the quarterbacks in the division. So now, so Drew Brees, and now we have Teddy Bridgewater and Matt Ryan. Now that Tom Brady's with the Buccaneers. He makes that offense. He's gonna make that offense a lot better, and yes, I don't yes. believe they're. I don't believe they're done signing players either. So you know, uh, I just feel like that that was like the most important signing for the team, just because they already have the weapons in place. The offense is there already. The defense it still needs a couple parts, but they can address that through uh, through the draft and the rest of free agency.
0: Yes, I agree. And
1: what about myself? <laughs> well, I'm glad you
2: guys asked. Like my pastor says. <laughs> uh i think the uh i was gonna say yeah. miami dolphins i mean they yeah the miami dolphins have really stepped it up i mean uh is it safe to say you know they still have a lot of draft capital with the with the three picks Not to mention all all the players they they you know they basically helped built up that that team that they tore down um is it safe to say that Tua Tungavailoa, the quarterback from Alabama, is going to be drafted
1: at number five uh, by the Dolphins. I mean, I don't think that's a for sure thing.
0: Yeah, um, real quick, I'm glad you brought up the Dolphins. Kendall, what do you think? I got some breaking news to my phone earlier when I was on, um, I was on social media and I was do- going through my sources. The Dolphins are trying; they're willing to um gather up, gather up their picks and send and trade to Cincinnati. because tra- The Dolphins are trying to get Joe Burrow, so they're willing to move up with all their first-round picks. They tra- they're willing to give their picks to Cincinnati. That, that it was a report that came across earlier going all in for Joe Burrow. It's, not, they don't know yet if Cincinnati is going to do it yet, but it was, it was a report I seen earlier from my sources that the Dolphins, they're, they're going all in. They're going to do whatever it takes to get Joe Burrow. They're willing to give up a lot of draft capital, and they got the capital to do it, to move up to Cincinnati, to move up to the one spot and get Joe Burrow.
1: Yeah, yeah, wow. I didn't hear that. But I mean, when you think about it, I mean, well, I wouldn't do it. Would you do it? It's too much. You're in a position to to really help out your team. Think about it. You still have Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's a veteran quarterback. You know, he did. He was having some success with them. You know, late in the year. Um, it to me, it's just it's too much of a gamble. So you're gonna draft a quarterback that had a really good year last year, but he had a really really good team. Uh, you know, at uh, LSU. So for me to, for you to do that, I wouldn't do it. I mean, if I was a Dolphins, I would just, you know, stay where I'm at and I would, you know, draft Justin Herbert.
0: Yes, I, I, I agree with that.
1: What are your thoughts, Gary?
0: Well,
2: well, I mean, I, I, I do think that Dolphins are going to stay put. Um I, personally um i love the the whole team building process um i love what the buffalo bills have done they they actually built that team up uh for the last you know three years now um they've really focused in and put the core together and that's what enabled them to go and give up draft assets to go pick up that wide receiver that's a that's still young and is a true playmaker um so, you know, I think that you built through the draft and I think that you use free agency to kind of fill in the gap fill in the gaps that that you know your team needs so you're not having to draft for need. You see, the way I see the draft is you don't draft for what you need that that year. You draft for what you need to right. Yeah, to for the next couple of years. Like for for instance um and i i know i mentioned this before but you see the cowboys kind of like they 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 the way they attack free agency they kind of they kind of you know
0: mm-hmm.
2: did everything kind of last minute type deal they waited till last minute they let the market set um had they had they been you know a little bit proactive you know hey mm-hmm. you know what i see this guy kind of outperforming his contract let's see if we can get him in a, in a room and get him to you know, sign a, a better contract. I think if they would have been able to lock those in, maybe do the, the DAC contract a year ago, they would have been able to save themselves, sell, save a lot of money towards their cap to really enable themselves. But luckily, they've been able to kind of regroup, uh, fill in the needs that they need. So they're not drafting for needs, right? Because in reality, the, the thing that would concern me, um, now I'm using the Cowboys as an example. Uh, because they're in that situation. Um, for instance, the offensive tackle Tyron Smith has been a, a great offensive tackle for many years now for the Dallas Cowboys and one of the top offensive tackles in the league. But, you know, we have been seeing, you know, certain things, you know, he wears a, he wears a knee mm-hmm. brace as an elbow elbow brace, you know, which is crazy. And he's had some back issues. You see this is where you would start mm-hmm. drafting his predecessor, right? Uh, but they're not in that position because they have so many needs left. You know, they they have, you know, they try to draft a safety in the later rounds. And, you know, sometimes it's been hit and miss with, with what they have. And safety right now is a glaring need. Uh, with the signing of Gerald McCoy, they were able to kind of help buy some time, I guess, there. Uh, And then losing Byron Jones to the Dolphins. I mean, I know Byron Jones doesn't get you interceptions, but, you know, he was he was a great defender and uh, did not let any wide receiver catch the ball on him easy. So, you know, now they're going into this draft with needs and you should never go into NFL draft with needs. You know, it should always be about building the team for next year and the following year. You see, that's why Bill Belichick has always been, you know, uh, they say everybody's playing checkers and he's playing chess. Well, because he understands that concept. Um, and it just looks like teams are just trying to follow suit, you know, follow the leader instead of and, just leading uh, the way themselves. And if,
1: if the Patriots knew how to draft receivers, uh, he would have the whole formula, but that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's kind of yeah, hard when uh, you're drafting you know, in the 30s every year, not, right? Not but this, we'll see. Not this year. We'll see.
0: We'll see. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We'll see. We'll real, see what happens next year. You um, know, we'll see where they're
0: drafting next year. I just want to go to a few names that I'm surprised still on the free agent uh, market and whatnot. Um, Eric Abron, he's still out there. Emmanuel Sanders, you got Robbie, my guy Robbie Anderson. He's that that's a big shocker to me. He's still out there. And um, a few people don't know this name, um, Demarcus Robinson. He was the maybe because he's from the Chiefs, and the Chiefs got all that offensive firepower. He was like their third or fourth receiver this year. He had a pretty solid season this year when he was stepping in for um Sammy Watkins when he was hurt. So um, Demarcus Robinson from the Chiefs. I'm surprised he's still out there. It was rumored that he would be going to Philadelphia, but nothing has happened there. And like I said, Emmanuel Sanders or whatnot, with him still being out there, there's rumors between him and the Cowboys. I've seen yep. James Slater reported that earlier. So um, I'm surprised those names are still out there. I'm, I look forward to the next couple of days going into the weekend. Um, half those names should be off the board by then, but I, I, I can't believe they're still they're still available.
1: Well, the other names too, I mean, where where's uh, Jameis Winston going to sign? Where's Cam Newton going to be going to? Yes. Uh, so, I mean, if you think about it, all the starting jobs are pretty much taken up. And, I mean, after not, a lot of these teams are looking to draft a young quarterback. Yeah. So a spot that I can possibly see Jameis Win- uh, Winston going to, you know, if he takes a pay cut would be to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Just for the simple fact that, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, he's older. Uh, we all know what happened last year. He got hurt, and they went through uh, two other quarterbacks, you know, and it just didn't work out for them. Yeah, I mean, they almost did make the playoffs, but that was due to the defense more than the actual offense. And, you know, and Cam Newton, too, I mean, he's, he's still, I believe he's still a good quarterback besides the injuries he had. Uh, so maybe, I, I know the reports came out today that the Chargers weren't interested in that they were going to go with Tyrod Taylor. Um, I don't know how accurate that is. Uh, the other uh, team that I can see Cam possibly going to, you know, is the Washington Redskins. With right. his former coach Ron uh, Ron Rivera.
2: No, yeah, I think I think, and I mean, Ron Rivera, he brought over the uh, the uh, offense. Well, now it's the offensive coordinator, but he was a part of the off that offensive coordinating team there in and um, uh, with the Panthers. So there's familiarity there. So definitely, I I can see Cam Newton doing that, but. I feel bad for Giant fans, Cowboy mm-hmm. fans, and Eagle fans trying to stop Cam Newton. I mean, he's, he's not that. He's not that. He's not. He's not that old. Yeah. You know what I mean. He still and has a lot. I mean, of football you know, the
1: the reports out of Washington about Dwayne Haskins. I mean, they're not. They're not jaw dropping. You know, they're not. From from what I've read, they're not impressed with them. And a lot of coaches were complaining. You know, last year that he wasn't learning the playbook. Yes.
0: This um Dwayne this Dwayne Haskins situation yeah. reminds me so we much of the that. Josh Rosen situation from um, last year with the Arizona Cardinals. It, it so much of it, and if they bring oh, in Cam nice. it, I mean, they, come on, you got to think if Cam can't beat out Dwayne, Haskett, I don't even think it's gonna be a competition there if they bring. It. No, it wouldn't yeah, be. Yeah if, yeah, if you're trading They're for tonight. Cam, yes, yeah, I, I, I truly that there's, there's no um, there's not gonna be a competition there. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, I think he'll be shipped out maybe. I mean, some team would give up something before a young young quarterback. Essentially, he'd be a rookie because he didn't start his whole season last year. So, I think if they're bringing in Cam, the Redskins, I think they, they, they could be on to something there because I think Haskins, he'd be out there.
1: Yeah, most definitely. That's something we'll uh, for sure have to keep an eye on. But uh, any final thoughts, guys, before we wrap up tonight's show?
0: Um. Yeah. Another name. Um. And Damacon Sue. He's still out there. His his name is kind of gone unknown a little bit, because you know he's been on a few teams the past couple of years. But he's still available. I'm just trying to go through some fridge that are still available. Some big name guys that you know I'm just still shocked they're still available. But yeah, Damacon Sue. He Sue. He's still out there. And I'm. I want to see where Emmanuel Sanders goes to, because I would love to see him with the Dallas but I think it'd be a tremendous fit filling the rental car void there.
1: Yeah, he is from Texas, so it would make a lot of sense for him to go back. It
2: would. Um, Other other than that, I mean, I I don't really have much to add to it. Um, I just want to say thank you uh, to our supporters, um, family, friends, uh, people that tuned in, people that reached out to us. You know, the feedback um, definitely were... We're, we're taking it we're actually implementing it and we're using it uh, just trying to get better each and every day um, definitely you know free agency is a little bit of a mayhem so you know we just try to crunch in the last couple of days for you um, aside from that you know we'll definitely keep you up to date on our uh, on our social media I know that the uh, on the on the Instagram Instagram um, on there you get all the latest uh news um so definitely if you're not if you you know if you're not, if you haven't followed us you know don't be afraid to hit that follow button you know you know you'll get the uh you'll get the updates as soon as it comes out um and will you'll yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll start seeing it soon we'll on our Facebook bro. page
1: too yeah and so you know, since everybody's pretty much going to be in quarantine very pretty soon why not listen to one of the top podcasts out there right now yes and we're- <laughs> Started so the more people listen, that is the merrier. All right, guys. Well, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for us tonight. Uh, Again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We'll catch up with you guys very soon. All right, have a good night.
0: Have a good one.